This is Umami Conversations. Conversations to feed your soul. Thank you for leaving a review on Apple and Spotify and rating us. Enjoy this episode. Blessing. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> hey, beautiful folks. So we are here back again to another recap episode. And as we bid farewell to the Mental Health Awareness Month, which was last month, um, we invite you to listen and tune in to this particular re- um where we delve deep into the challenges faced by African diasporan when, co- when it comes to their mental health. Now, in this particular episode, uh, we had the privilege of sitting down with my lovely, sweet sister and friend, Fedora Kalanda, and she, you know, fearlessly shares her personal journey through burnout and the complexity complexities of navigating mental health as an African. Um, in this recap, you will also hear us talk about or shed light on the powerful influence of our culture when it comes to mental health, the strengths, you know, the pros and the cons, the struggles. Um, and we also emphasize on the vital need for community support and the importance of opening up conversation around mental health. So <laughs> with all that said, it's not a cliche. It is important for us to break down the barriers surrounding mental health one conversation at a time. So just make sure that you're tuning in. If you want to listen to the full episode, go find it on episode 42 from season three with Fudora Kalanda. This is Navigating Mental Health as an African Diasporan. Please make sure you're subscribing subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you're listening to us on Spotify, follow us on Instagram, leave your reviews on Apple. It really helps us with those algorithms. If any of our episode has touched your soul, your heart, your spirit, your womb in any way, please let us know. Let the algorithms know that when the conversation is doing the work. Okay. Anyways, y'all, thank you for tuning in. And um, yeah, let's dive in. Blessings. I'm hold on my now. I'm 38. Okay. When my mother was 38, she already had all of us, all of us three girls. Yeah. And she had other children that sadly they didn't come through. Mm. And homegirl was still working, still doing all of these things. Daddy was really? like in Ghana for a couple of years, right. but she was still on the go, always working and stuff. And last time I sit down with her and I'm like, how did you do it? Because I can't, I have yeah. one boy, I have a brand new baby boy. Okay. <laughs> and the way I'm just like, like, this is too much for me. I, 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 I can't deal with this. Like, I don't know how this yeah, is you, going on. But do you feel and, like we're being, we, we are maybe a little, like, I don't like to use the word weaker, but for the lack of better words, do you, do you feel like we're maybe more baby than our older generation because i feel the same way too you know sometimes i complain about certain things and i'm like damn how did my mom do it you know what i think i think what it is is that see all of all of this it's 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 a generational thing right right when you go back home, when you're in Africa and you're raising your child, you're not the only person that's raising the child. You have the aunties and the uncles and the this and the that. There's people, there's always people around helping you raising the child. When we are here, first and foremost, like, remember our parents grew up in that environment, mm-hmm. right? They grew up in an environment where like, they're always on the go. They're always doing whatever that they need to do to bring food and money and thing to, it's like, it's, it's in them. Mm-hmm. So then they come into this land and they've learned that I got to work. Like, I don't have no choice. I don't have anybody else out here that's going to help me but right. me. 
So that that mindset doubles. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like that that that's the thick skin becomes like even thicker. The pressure is getting worse. <laughs> um, literally. Like yes, it, yes. it's really what it is, right? So they, yeah. you know, they're they're on the go and and whatnot, That's and they're true. trying to like balance everything together. But on the real note, if you really sit down and you have a real conversation with some of these mothers, like a lot of them are struggling, are suffering, a lot of them are hurting. But I think one of the problems is that because mental health has not been something that um is spoken about, they wouldn't even know how to recognize it if it's mental health. That's what I'm saying. Is it something that we don't recognize because it's not part of our culture or do we don't recognize because maybe we were we were surrounded by so much love and so much community that we didn't really like I feel it's both. Right. I feel it's both. Okay. I personally feel that it's it's both because yes, it is a cultural thing. Right. Um, because it's clear like I mean, I think now it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear that we we don't talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um but, and then also oh. secondly, obviously so, community is big, I, right? I have it's, a friend it's, who it's, I told I, I told him I told them that um that I was taking some time off. But they're back home, right? And then the reaction was, oh, that's first world's problem. You know, because I, I I told them that I was taking some time off for like, you know. Mental health. Mental health. It's like, oh, yeah. It's the first world's problem. But I was like, yeah. I laughed because, you know, I understand where they're coming from. But mm-hmm. yeah. but that's that's mm-hmm. basically how we react to it. You know, even back home, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, but then, but then, Fedora, you know, the 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 thing is that I personally think that um, it is important to, as a black woman, mm-hmm. it is very important for me to talk about, be about this mental health thing. My husband, on the other hand, he's he's a different breed. Like he was raised in in Ghana, so mm-hmm. he has that mentality mm-hmm. where, like, for him, it's like ah, this mental health thing is is the what is what does he say? Oh my god, I forgot what he used. He says he says it's um. There's this sentence he uses. I can't remember it. Yeah. But for him, he's just like, I get it that some people go through things. Yes, I understand. But like, I didn't grow up in that. I didn't grow up with that. Like when something happens, I, like you deal also, with it, you deal with it and you move on. Move like on that's it. I, you I go. also feel like maybe because also, you know, we, we're talking about people who, and me, myself included, I grew up back home too. So I've seen reels. Like, I don't, I don't like putting like grades or you know issue to people's you know um, pain you know there's no uh this is bigger this is but i've seen people really lacking even the basics so they don't have time to think about how it affects their mental right now they're just concerned about how they're going to pay their bills how they're going to get to school how they're going to you know how they're going to eat it's very very primitive needs that are not even met so yeah. for them, it's it, it's so out it's of baloney. touch. Yeah, it, it's out of touch <laughs> to even think of mental health. What is that even? What is that? And I mean, you know, so it's really not a, an issue. And maybe we have more time to think about because you realize that after I eat, after I pay my bills, I'm still not okay. So <laughs> there there's more to just wrong. yes, right? Do you do you not feel that like I'm 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 pro- maybe digressing a bit concerning this mental health thing, especially when in, in the black community. First and foremost, I think community community is 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 so important. 
Okay. I think when we come here, we don't have that. We don't always have access to that. Um, Sometimes the the community that we we build, you know, we we try, we try to build it. We try to like share and stuff, but we don't really have access to it. We keep our our guards, like, you know, everybody has like their guards on and you're you're never too sure. (laughs) You know, it's like, "Eh." I I mean, I like Stacey, but... I don't trust her like that, yeah. you know, yep, yep, and yep. We, we have all of those things <laughs> that hinders us. Um, and another thing that I'm I'm slowly recognizing is also the pressure that we put on ourselves to look a certain way in front of people. I think that's one of the killer in our communities. Don't you find? Yeah, because I was listening to a podcast recently and um i i forgot the lady's name but she's one of she she works for facebook and um i think it's the steve barrett podcast steven steve some sorry can't remember his name but and she has um a, like a blood cancer that is not curable and one of the questions that uh, was asked to her is that did you have to deal with any like mental health challenges mm. through you know this whole procedure that you're going through this whole process you're going through and she's like no and he's like oh, okay that's interesting and the reason why she didn't have to deal with that was because she showed up and she told people what was going on with her she did not have to go and hide and pretend like yeah, everything she was, was okay. fine she yeah. opened up instantly so her work knows what's going on her family knows what's going on people know what's going on so that pressure already already you're not going well and then you put another pressure on yourself to look a certain way to 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 seem like everything that's like doubling down on your mental health like issues you know what i mean so i think that in order for the community or for us to really have some form of uh i don't know if balance is the right word but yeah maybe balance Mm -hmm. is to open up our mouth and speak open your mouth there is no there is no situation yes that is too small that is that there is none you know they fall sometimes we're just like you know how you were talking about like the grades where there's there's no pain that's that's greater greater or anything and it's true that i had a mental health challenge like me i was just going through life i remember you and i used to talk about it and you're like "Ah, is that even true i remember like a few years (laughs) back and i looked at you i was like i just went through it and you were like okay (laughs) <laughs> and then we never like said, let's hey. pray let's pray like god is I going remember. to do you get it I like remember. i didn't know until recently i i went through something and i literally like zoned like when i say i zoned out mm-hmm. i was like an out-of-body experience i didn't even know what was going on around me mm-hmm. and i went to seek for counseling concerning that and you know they told me well this and this and this and this is the situation yeah. and that's when i really saw that shit it's so all real. of these things that i experienced when i was younger affected mm. me until today i didn't know that i thought it was normal i thought it was normal that you're like physically abused as a child because we're disciplining you right mm. i thought it was normal that like um you know boys will act a certain way with you i thought it was normal that i was scared yo listen mm. you know when i sit down and like look at my my youth i realized how much sometimes i was so scared to be around boys like i was so scared to be around boys but i had to cover it up you know these are things that i had to like cover up and i didn't understand why and i had boys take advantage of me and i had all of these you know situations that happened to me in my divorce and then my accident and all of that stuff was eating me up and i didn't even know yeah because you just go through it and then you you go through it and then you pray 
Yeah, and then they tell you you just bounce back. You know, yeah. it's gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> everything yeah. is just it's just it's just supposed to just be fine, just by the, by design. You know, it's just gonna be fine eventually. Yeah, it you is, know, and, and sadly, not not necessarily. <laughs> no, exactly. And, and I like the fact that you said something that also it was a big revelation for me within this period of time. I remember sitting in the meeting and, and I remember this time around, I trying to do a little bit different than I did the last time that I had the burnout. I addressed the issues that were eating me up with my, you know, um, management and stuff like that. And, and I addressed it. And for, like, fortunately for me, like I have like a group of people. And then, like I said, I kind of work like for a union. So it's, 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 it's for me, it's, it's a, it's a plus because at least there's that, you know, design that allows for these discussion to be taken seriously, mm-hmm. can, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what we advocating for our members. So mm-hmm. that's, we should be about what we're, you know, so yeah. I've, I've had, you know, um, lending ears and like people listen to my issue. But even when I was expressing these things, I don't feel like I was expressing it in the urgent manner that I was like, it wasn't, it didn't really, I didn't match my energy inside, you know? Mm. So, you know, when like you're trying to say something, but you're really worried about how to address it so that it doesn't Mm. hurt their feelings Mm-hmm. But you're not protecting yourself by doing yourself. That. You're hurting yourself really tr- instead. Yes, I was really trying, you know, to be as open as I could. And then at one point, something happened, and you know, I really had the choice. Like I realized afterwards that I had the choice to say no, I can't do this. But because I'm trained to just go with waves and just go on, like you know, even even if I addressed, like the first time I addressed my like my discomfort about doing something, I'm like, oh, I don't think. But then again, I was a bit kind of like I reeled back in because I was like, yeah, but I agreed to this job, and then this is one of those things that comes with the with the job, so I should just suck it up and do it. Mm-hmm. But my inner self was just telling me that, yeah, but that's not really what it is, you know what I'm saying? So. Mm. I remember now, like fast forward, talking to my boss, one one of my superiors, and they're like, no, but listen, we are ready. So they came up with a solution that I've been thinking of, but I just didn't know how to voice. Look at that. So they're like, yeah, we can even do this. Look at that. You know, if you're feeling the way you're saying that you feel, I think we should do this. And that wouldn't impede on your performance performance or, you know, or the way we see you or your value. This is what we're going to do. You know that I broke down when they say that? I I broke down because A, it was a big relief that I didn't have to do it. And B, I was mad at myself for not advocating for myself. It had to come from them. That that, that pissed me off. (laughs) You know? I was kind of mad at myself because I was like, damn. I feel like I was trying to tell them that, but I was not able to mutter that all that courage to just be like blunt and be like blunt and tell them like, this is what be I want. This is what I need. What yeah. Be want. more assertive. Exactly. And just be like, this is what I need from you. And I was, mm. I was mad and I broke down because it came from them, which like, mm. I'm still grateful for it. Right. But I was like, this is what I've been trying to tell you that I wasn't able to really say. And it brings me back to, again, that mentality suppressing our feelings Mm. and being told most many, many times that our needs, like 
my friend, like I have one friend who I, like, also says that it's also because sometimes she, she she says that for her it was many many times not having her our our feelings or our needs met as a child. Mm. For me, it was not even so much as the need. It was very much as the maybe the emotional my, my emotions didn't didn't matter. I wasn't yeah. seen like that. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, although yeah. I feel like my, my dad was very, he was a very long. We hope you enjoy this episode. We encourage you to continue the conversation with us on Instagram and let's build a community together. Let's build and create more conversation like these more real and raw convos. Till next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep embracing the power of storytelling and mindfulness. This was a mommy conversation. See you next Wednesday. Bye.